Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. In the mix. Pass it on. This time of upheaval is causing me to look a little deeper inside myself, looking for some goodness. And this is what I've found. I'm more aware of my neighbor's well-being. I'm saying thanks to those who help keep my life as normal as possible. My mail carrier, my grocery cashier, my delivery person. I find myself caring about others instead of just looking out for myself. And oh, my goodness, does it feel good. Goodness is in you. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com. This is your number one radio station. You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the Leaving Bargain liquid detergent. Your number one hit music station. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Go! What's going on in Atlanta? Live from Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 brings back the hottest hip-hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studios. Go! It's KLP Aftermath. Morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas and Rocco Styles. You know what it is? Put your hands up. Tune in now on any audio platform. Hey, hey, Atlanta. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast. Ladies and germs, this is the KLP Aftermath Podcast. I'm your host, Rocco Styles. Welcome back to another exciting podcast this morning. It is December 27th. That is a Wednesday early in the morning. And a couple of days after Christmas, hopefully everyone has enjoyed their Christmas time, the time off. Y'all thought we weren't coming back for a podcast this week, but nope. We may not be in some of the studios and Kennedy may not be doing KLP in the morning this week. But of course he is here in Studio B to give us another audio podcast, the KLP Aftermath. I'm again your host Rocco Styles. Welcome back to the show this morning. We've got some news and topics and conversations, but it's good to be back in the studio. It's good to be back and to get everybody ready for the new year. You know, for me, I'm excited for the new year, Kennedy, because you know it's a new year that is it's new. You know, it's getting ready to be 2024. We also have our new year resolutions and our new years going up for us and i'm very very excited for that you know we've had some good time me and Zierra celebrated our christmas time with families and loved ones we opened wonderful presents and it's been fortunately here in atlanta it's been rainy and gloomy the last couple of days but you know we are here uh here in the studio giving y'all another podcast and it's a great it's a great morning it's a great morning indeed uh we've got some plans later on today me and Zierra going out to to dinner and seeing some friends out there but kennedy you know we're here how you feeling good to be back here in the studio for sure to give you guys another exciting podcast uh thank you rocco styles for that amazing amazing intro yes it's your boy klp kennedy lucas welcome back to our hit show of klp aftermath hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast 
like Styles has said. Uh, we, we're feeling good. You know, it's, it's the 27th, and we're here in the studio early to give you guys another exciting podcast. And I got to say, I'm excited for this podcast. And it's, you know, a lot of podcasters say, hey, after the podcast, we got a hard out. Yes, I have a hard out. Got to go and get my hair trimmed, get that fresh new cut. And then I got to go to the gym. I tell you, Styles, I actually, I, I've, I've done this thing. And if you guys know me, y'all know me best. When I get ready to do uh, my workout sessions, I really go in. Now, I am guilty about my workout sessions this last couple of weeks simply because I have not been in the gym in the last couple of weeks because I've just been so busy. You know, before Christmas, it was uh, filming, right? We were filming a movie, uh, City Never Sleeps. Uh, the, the film, well, post-production has, has been finished with that. I'm so stoic about that film. That's my next film for next year, 2024. Been doing some director work for GSU. Shout out to the Panthers for sure. I'm always going to be a Panther. So there's always some good work there. And doing the podcast, right? This show and then the KLP uh, in the morning show. And then I'm lead producer on our new show, The Spectrum Podcast with Blaze Ryder and Monica Gray. You guys go check out that show if you missed that show. Um, But yeah, we've been busy and I've been... I haven't had time to find my workout, right? And you guys know I'm a big fitness guy. It's just the last few weeks has been quite booked. So it feels good that, yes, I am back into the gym. And now that I have the free time this week, I gave myself, I call it my three-day boot camp. So uh, today doing in a a little small but big workout today because we're going to go celebrate um, my mom's birthday. She wants to go see the color purple. And I, it is, it's fitting for me too, uh, me too, Styles, because we're going to go see this movie to celebrate my mom's birthday and out to eat. But uh, we are also, uh, I want to see it because I got to do a review for KLP in the morning, right? So I kind of get the best of both worlds when it comes to that for my must-watch list for next week uh, when we come back from KLP, uh, KLP in the morning. Because we're here in the studio, we just don't have all the equipment up because it is still off time we just had to squeeze in this little podcast get this show underway for today because i i I, i'm like that too where i know i said we're not working through the holiday which we didn't but we have a little break between christmas and then the next holiday it being uh, new year's so very very good uh big plans for this week this week has a lot of amazing things coming out this week uh, I can't really, I don't want to say too much of what I got going on on Friday and this coming weekend because it's all, it's not a surprise because we all know what's going on, but I, I'm going to wait to our next episode to tell you about my Friday and this weekend. Let's just say this Friday, I got somewhere really exciting to be Friday night. I will tell y'all that next week when we come back in the studio for our next episode. So yes, hopefully you guys are ready for this one. I'm ready for it. Uh... Stay tuned for the Spectrum Podcast. If you guys haven't watched that, that show is amazing. That's one of our new shows that we got for KLP Entertainment. We're just, we're podcasting it up, right? Uh, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot from different podcasters out there in the world. A lot of podcasters and radio personalities and broadcasters, they're spewing out some content. And I want to make sure that I spew out my content as well. Another thing, real quick, before we get to our news and our topics our topics of conversation for podcast uh, styles. Uh, yes, I will be coming back doing more Instagram live videos. Uh, I had got a nice gimbal for Christmas, thanks to mom, and we're gonna put that thing to the test. We've got some, I got some live Instagram live video ideas that I want to put together. Um, so yeah, we're ready for it. We're ready for content for 2024. Um, but back to what I was saying though, real quick, because I kind of got sidetracked about that. I meant to talk about, you know, my workout. I got my three day boot camp. So it's three days of me working out, going hard. Went hard yesterday. It was amazing. Nice little sweat. Uh, build up and build up some muscle. Then I'm going uh, to the gym after my haircut today. Uh, I got to brush my hair off and get ready for the gym. So busy, busy book day. But we've got some exciting stuff to talk about uh, today for the podcast. I cannot wait. Now, Styles, you wanted to talk about this this news about Kevin Hart's former assistant. Yes, indeed, Kennedy. I really want to talk about it here on our show. Simply because Kevin Hart, as as many people may not know this about me, you know, I am a huge Kevin Hart fan. You know, I dabble in his, his stand-up comedies. I would say 
I enjoy his Kevin Hart's stand-up comedies. I enjoy when it was his older, early stand-up comedies. Uh, look, I'm a huge Kevin Hart fan. I know he's he's getting into the bag. He's more Hollywood now. There's been the whole speculation about Cat Williams having a lot to say about Kevin Hart. Uh, there was a saying, Kennedy, that, you know, Cat Williams just did say that Kevin Hart in quote-unquote you know sold his soul to Hollywood is what Cat Williams would say uh in form of Kevin Hart's you know he's doing a lot of movies nowadays he's not really dabbling so much into the the comedic side the comedy the stand-up comedies unless Netflix comes to the table and offer him some money for his special he has so many specials on Netflix right now I just prefer Kevin Hart's older comedy specials that's just where i think he was at his funniest but i get how hollywood does talk and you know money does talk and he has to keep keep going you know he's understanding the formula that a lot of comedians are going into this thing called hollywood and when they go into the hollywood form of things and may they get on with it now kevin hart's former assistant makes bombshell claims about the actor in tasha k interview we all know about tasha k tasha k look she's been sued by cardi uh, for millions of dollars so i'm surprised that she's still and you know tasha k being who she is as a as a uh, as a podcaster reviewer interviewer personality if you will now misha sat down with tasha k for a bombshell interview of course misha is the alleged former assistant of uh kevin hart Misha alleged that Hart was a serial adulterer and went as far as to pull up the Instagram of an Instagram model. She claimed to have told Hart's wife that Hart was cheating with. Of course, furthermore, Misha claimed that Kevin Hart had gotten a regular steward on his private jet pregnant. However, the bombshell claims didn't end there. Misha claimed that Hart was a serious get has a had a serious gambling problem with their with uh what they say poker in this game according to her things once got so bad that Hart burned through his payroll and had to pay out half checks to various employees despite the inflammatory nature of misha's comments the veracity of her claim is yet to be determined Furthermore, Hart, Kevin Hart is yet to release a statement about any allegations she puts forth. It, it's so scary. It's so scary that now people are... Um, and I don't know Kevin Hart did this, right? I'm going to go on a whim here and say, I don't think he did this. I don't think this is this is something that he would do in pertains to having someone pregnant, cheating on his wife and his family and, and doing all that. I think this could have been maybe and this is just a maybe this is just allegations this is really what i think to our fan base out there i think that this is a hoax right we're in this i feel like kinley we're in this this period where people who work for these celebrities are trying every way and that's saying that she's done this this is just my opinion this is just allegations but it is true that everybody tries to have celebrities in scandals simply because money is up right you look at it that things are more expensive right people want to get to the bag people want money we are some selfish selfish human beings not only in america around the world people would do some things to make sure that they secure that uh, bag so very very interesting for this because there's been so many scandals out there so far right now it is it's ridiculous of how many how many scandals are out there and it, it's scary that you know assistants and, and secretaries of these celebrities they're willing to spill the tea to these other personalities to make sure that hey this is a scandal i want money from this right it's either money or clap in my opinion now of course the neighborhood top that's a official account here now kemahar's assistant spills the tea at reveals that the alleged of seeing reality with team kevin's team including gambling problems work flings and more so it is it is unfortunate it's very very unfortunate these things were come down now while the rumors of his former assistant is unconfirmed kevin hart has been having something for something of a wild year kevin hart suffered with a spain of injuries after he attempted 
to run the 40-yard dash against a former NFL player. Um, however, in the days of going public about his injury, Kevin Hart got very graphic about how messed up his body was. And it is not only just that, we all have to remember, and thank God he survived, he was in a back car accident a couple years back, right? So I, you know, I, I knock on wood here, you know, I haven't been in horrific accidents before, but it's hard when you get into a horrific accident and it just really, it really, it really messes with you, with your body physically and mentally. So Kevin Hart probably has still the effects of that car accident in him. Right, even though he appears on Hollywood and he's doing his thing and he's, he's safe, thank God, you know, he still has some of the effects of that. And now he's running the 40-yard dash for Hollywood for a former NFL player, and now he's hurt. Now, it's just very unfortunate that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people coming out for this and a lot of people are finding ways for these celebrities to be in scandals because they are looking for a paycheck or a payday or clout. Now, I'm not saying this is from, uh, the, from this assistant. Uh, I don't know if the rumors are true. We don't work with Kevin Hart. We don't know. But celebrities nowadays, they have to be careful. I would say they have to be extremely, extremely careful about how they're able to move around with the assistants. This is why a lot of celebrities, Kimmy, they may not go as far as finding these assistants. Um, but it's unfortunate. It's very, very unfortunate for that as well. Uh, you know, this is a four more assistant, so maybe put this in perspective to our fan base out there. Maybe she's looking for revenge, right? Maybe Kevin Hart let her go. Maybe she might have fucked up on a job and got fired. War times are tough, right? A lot of companies are making comebacks. Not just companies, but a lot of people are making a lot of certain comebacks. They're cutting back some stuff because things, certain things are expensive. So they cut. So I don't know if Kevin Hart cut his former assistant and said, hey, we can't afford you anymore. You know, here is your exit pack package here and you leave Ankamily, right? We don't know. We don't know the details about this. I just hope this is not true. I hope that uh, Kevin Hart is not in the mix of this, this scandal because we have so many powerhouse celebrities right now that are part of scandals. Rather you got... T.D. Jakes and, and Diddy, you got Tyler Perry mixed up in the scandal, which I don't think that that would be very conclusive, right? So it's a lot of people coming out right now and, and spilling the beans and trying to get people gone, fired. Yeah, that is true. I've seen it to where it's, especially Styles, you mentioned T.D. Jakes. Don't need, don't even let me get started on that, y'all. You know, him and, and there's an, as an allegation that TJ TD Jakes is PDD's secret lover, right? A lot of things are coming out for for media. A lot of unnecessary things that are coming out that that makes us question like is this really what happened? Is this really what's going on? So it's just one of those things that it is I don't know. It's a little bit it's a little bit I don't know. It's a little bit drowning to to a lot of us. So we only believe what we here, when it's official, you know, news outlets, they'll try anything to write anything. So you kind of have to be careful with that. So I hope Kevin Hart, I hope that this is not true. Um, I hate to see celebrities go down to this, but, you know, scandals or scandals, they do come out. Now, here is other news. Now, this one, Styles, get this. This is not a scandal. But Lil Wayne claimed that he's the LeBron James of rap. Wayne's comparison went deeper than just being the GOAT. Now, we all know this. And I agree that Lil Wayne's the GOAT, right? I remember when Lil Wayne first came out. I was a kid when he came out, and, you know, I, this was before I moved to Atlanta, right? So it was, it was, this was years ago, stop, years ago. So I remember when Lil Wayne came out, and, you know, still to say I'm still a Lil Wayne fan. Now, for decades now, people have been claiming to be the, the Michael, he would be the Michael Jordan of things, Right? It was a short hand and then and indicate that he was absolutely best of the best. But now as the basketball goat debate has ranged between Jordan and LeBron for years, Michael Jordan and LeBron James over the last few years, shout out to LeBron James for and the Lakers for winning the latest championship. That's always nice to see, right? He had that one more go in him. Now the, fa the, the phrase 
may be shifting during the recent interview with Lil Wayne needed to explain why he thought he was the goat of rap music. He chose something uh, different. Now, this is what Lil Wayne said, Styles. I want to quote him. I would say that I'm like LeBron, is what Wayne said in an interview. He explains the similarities that he have like being an early phenom that started young and has been consistently keeping up the pace ever since. In the comments of the repost of the interview, fans seem to be with him. I'm not mad at it. He's supposed that he's supposed to say that. One of the top comment reads, and this is another commenter, says, I would see no lies told. And Wayne is the greatest greatest lyricist. Two other comments also agreed with him. Look, I would say Wayne is up there. Oh man, Styles, I might piss some some of our fans base off on this one. But there are other rappers that I listen to that I would say might be better than Wayne. Right? I wouldn't compare the newer acts better than Lil Wayne. I'd never do that. But for our fan base, fan base out there, you gotta consider, you gotta consider Nas, right? You gotta consider Jay Z, right? I don't think I want to put Kanye West up there. I know a lot of people about hate me right now. I just and I'm gonna be saying this for many, many podcasts and many, many episodes if Kanye West ever slips by my tongue. I mean, I miss old Kanye West. I miss the the college dropout Kanye West. That's the Kanye West that I miss. His new music, I don't really care so much for, right? I'm sure he's going to make millions of of his latest and probably next coming album. I'm sure of it. I'm just not a fan of the new Kanye West. So I got to rule him out in this equation. But those really are my, my three prime stature, right? I, I like to see the what we call the underground people that may not have had their moment. And when I say underground, I meant my my tech nines, right? My Chris Calicos, my Stevie Stones, uh, my my ubiquitous and their group, the Cess crew. Right. Those are the type of rappers I love because you can really understand what they're rapping about. And they've been through some some tough times and now they're really getting their lyricists out. Right. So it's a weird frame that we have here when it comes to rappers saying that they're the best rapper alive. That's hard. That's hard because there's so many rappers in this this phase of, of hip-hop which uh, sadly in my opinion and i think we said this in previous podcasts before that they haven't really expound on being that this year was the 50th year of hip-hop we really haven't expound any of all the greatest in my opinion because there's so many so many so i gotta put wayne up there to my top 10 i would say but would i make him number one no I personally wouldn't because I've listened to so many other lyricists that might cannot do Lil Wayne. I think two people might cannot do Lil Wayne. And those two people, in my opinion, Styles, Jay-Z and Nas. Right? I don't think, I can't see, I can't see Drake beating out Lil, Lil Wayne, right? I can't see... Kanye West beating out Lil Wayne, maybe, but I really can't see it, right? Uh, and those are really my prime, prime top ten, right? And then you got your Tech Nines and and, and the Sess Crew for me. Uh, I like Slaughterhouses in my top ten, all four of them: Royce, Joe, Joel, and King Cricket, right? And I'm just different with it because I know a lot of people are like who the who the fuck is Slaughterhouse, but Slaughterhouse was amazing. Eminem's up there. Now, do I think Eminem could beat Lil Wayne? Nah, that I don't think. I, I don't, right? So it's, 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 it's a weird dynamic for sure. It's a weird thing that, you know, rappers are doing that now. I'm not saying that Lil Wayne's not up there. Lil Wayne is up there, right? But I got to give it to, to my other top 10 uh, rappers of all time. And as I, I got my computer here too, Styles, because I want to know rappers out there 
of all time. Now, you got your Tupac Shakur, uh, Notorious B.I.G., Snoop Dogg, Ke oh, Kendrick's up my, oh, look, <laughs> I'm about to, Styles, I'm about to piss some people off. I honestly think Kendrick might be better than Lil Wayne. Oh, I know, that's tough, that's a tough thing for me to say, but I honestly think Kendrick might be a little bit on top of Lil Wayne. In my opinion. Now, this is solely my opinion, y'all. But I see Kendrick getting it out there. Um, I don't see Andre 3000 being above Lil Wayne. Even though Andre is good, I just... He pissed me off with that 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 woodwind album shit that he, he published out. He made well, he made one, one million streams off of that. So, I mean, from the market, I see. But I was kind of expecting, you know, more. Uh, 50 Cent. I would say 50 Cent is tied with Lil Wayne. Maybe Lil Wayne might beat 50 Cent in that one. Busta Rhymes. Look, Busta Rhymes is Busta Rhymes. He's up in my top 10. T.I.'s up there in my top. J. Cole. We cannot forget about J. Cole. Right? I think J. Cole is... J. Cole is definitely in my top 10. I don't know. Do I want to put J. Cole on top of Lil Wayne? I don't know. I just, it's... it's, 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 it's I don't know. It's, it's, it's tricky for me. Scarface. We saw Scarface's uh, tiny desk uh, on YouTube a couple days ago. And uh, Scarface is really, to me, one of the, I don't know, like the, the not just the under, the most underrated, one of the most underrated rappers that we don't really hear a lot of nowadays. But he's amazing. Uh, Q-Tip, Bum B. Uh, those, those rappers, they're good. But I, uh, Lil Wayne could, could smoke them, in my opinion. Uh, Gucci Mane, yeah. Rick Ross, Styles, you're looking at me funny. Rick Ross, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I just, I, maybe Lil Wayne could beat Rick Ross a little bit, right? Or maybe they're neck and neck, right? So my whole point of that is, you know, Lil Wayne claiming he's the LeBron of rap. I, I, I can't put him there yet, right? Maybe there's, and there's more, right? There's more albums for Lil Wayne to come out. We want to see more. I can't wait to see more. Um, but to have him, the LeBron of rap, it's hard right now. It's hard to say that to him right now. I don't think no one has proven, and all these rappers are amazing. Obviously, they make, they're multimillionaires, richer than us, right? So, honestly, they made some great careers so far, and most of these rappers have... Uh, more to go. But to say Lil Wayne's the LeBron of rap, I don't know. Not quite. Not quite yet. In my, Just in my opinion. Just in my opinion. So, of course, as we move on to our next segment here on the KLP Aftermath, of course, we've got Tyrus. Tyrus is back. Y'all ready for Tyrus? Tyrus is back with the latest in sports news. Y'all thought we were done with sports news. We're not. He's back. Tyrus, what we got today, man? Some of y'all might know this, and some of y'all don't. Let's do it. Lamar Jackson was the best player on the field, on a field with 10 Hall of Famers. And it wasn't particularly close. Stop with the Tua, Dak, Brock Purdy nonsense. Baltimore's been ravaged by injuries. What are they on their 19th running back? They lost their Pro Bowl tight end, left tackle, plays, doesn't play, plays, doesn't play. Doesn't matter. Rookie receiver, multiple drops, doesn't matter. If you were a scout and were sent to this game, and they said, give me a, give me a, a take on the two quarterbacks, your take would be on Brock Purdy, kind of a guy, could be a backup. And your take on Lamar Jackson would be, holy God, I've never seen a player like that. The dude runs, looks like half speed against the Niners, half speed. Thursday Thanksgiving football backyard with cousins, half speed, who runs whenever he wants. Whenever he wants, home, road, good weather, bad weather, against the 49ers defense. There's nothing like him on the planet. I don't need to see passer rating. He wins 80% of his games, and he wins big games. People in Miami freaking out. Miami hasn't won a playoff game since 2000. Ooh, we won a home game over Dallas. Lamar Jackson wins games like this every Sunday, home or away. 
He's 20-1 and one in his career against the NFC because if you don't see him regularly, you don't know how to contain him. You don't know what to do with him. You've never seen any player like him. And all it is is disrespect and doubt. Tua and Lamar Jackson, same breath, stop it. Purdy, Lamar Jackson, same breath. It's incredible. And then you add a really good coach and a really physical culture and what you have is a team that can go into San Francisco and push, despite referees getting in the way, push the 49ers all over the field. The Ravens did to the Niners what the Niners do to everybody else. They embarrassed them. They pushed them around. They had all the answers. The Niners were left with all the questions. They poked you in the ribs. They lowered your self-esteem. And you come out of a game with the Niners and think, what are we? And now the Niners this morning wake up due to Lamar Jackson and ask themselves, what are we? Ooh, we beat Dallas at home. Ooh, we can bully bad teams. But against a good Browns defense on the road, loss. Against a physical Ravens team at home and Lamar Jackson, outplayed and bullied. You ever watch a game and think two is the best athlete on the field or Dak or Brock Purdy on a game with seven, eight Hall of Fame level talents? That's just on the Niners. He was easily the best player on the field. It was high school and JV running. Is it half speed? Getting whatever he wants, finding crevices where there are none. That's what a most valuable player looks like. Not stats, not a coach, not because the weapons. This is a team with a rookie wide receiver who half the time can't catch. Ronnie Stanley left tackle sometimes plays. Pro Bowl tight end gone for the year. On a third running back against the best roster in the league and annihilates him, humiliates him and leaves the Niners asking the question that Niner opponents do. What are we? So, the Dallas Cowboys lost to Miami. I won't get into the officiating, but, um, wasn't this the season that things were gonna be different for Dallas? Mike McCarthy preached, we are gonna run the football more. Be less reliant on Dak. Physical. No, they just wanted to push Kellen Moore out of the building because Mike McCarthy was threatened by him. Once again, the Cowboys are totally Dak reliant. Tony Pollard has had one 100-yard rushing game. Week three. Mike McCarthy wanted Kellen Moore out of the building because Mike McCarthy is threatened by lots of things. So we went, remember that before Dallas went down to his basement? Well, analytics crew, and then told everybody he watched every cowboy play the previous season. Later acknowledged, yeah, I didn't. The Cowboys, once again, are totally Dak reliant. Seven and one when he doesn't turn it over. Sub 500 when he does at least once. I said, and I'll say it again, I said at the trade deadline, you gotta go get Derrick Henry. You gotta have a physical presence. You're not going to be totally Dak reliant in road games and win against high scoring offenses. Because every road game for the Cowboys against the decent offense looks the same. One turnover, average to slightly above average head coach, a B-plus quarterback, they all look the same, and Dallas can't run, and doesn't run. And that's all we heard all offseason. That's it, right? It's a new day. It's a new team. It's a new physicality. Oh, nonsense. Jerry Jones is a great salesman, but he doesn't have a very good BS radar. And Mike McCarthy keeps telling him what he wants to hear. I watched every one of your plays before I came here. They didn't. We're going to be physical and run the football. They don't. Totally Dak reliant. The three times this year Dallas has had to face, like a top five or six offense, San Francisco number three, 
Uh, Miami number one, Buffalo number six. Dallas can't run the ball because Tony Pollard's a second back. He's an off-speed pitch. He's a breaking pitch. He's not a Derrick Henry. You can't lean behind him. So what happens? Dak gets into a shootout as a B-plus quarterback on the road with high-powered offenses. And Dallas is going to lose a lot of those games. And Dak, through the years, has lost a lot of those games. Dak was at his very best his first couple of years when Zeke was his best running back in the league and the Cowboys' own line was the best in the NFL. And you go into this game against Miami and your great all-world left tackle Tyron Smith's not there and you can't run the football because you can't run the football. This was all about Mike McCarthy once again saying whatever it takes to impress Jerry and keep Jerry off his back and retain his employment. This was going to be different. We're going to run the ball. Less Dak reliant. The team's totally reliant on Dak. Who, when he faces, you know, like a Josh Allen or a lot of weapons with Miami or a lot of weapons with the Niners, has to save the day. And that's not who Dak is. Dak's good. He's not special. Doesn't have a great arm. Doesn't run around like Lamar Jackson. He's good. He's good. But we can't run the ball. You have a coach situationally that scares us away from home. This is what Dallas games look like against another team that can score. And again, it, it's, it's, they, Mike McCarthy just wanted Kellen Moore out of the building. You know, that's what he wanted. He wanted Kellen out of here because Kellen was a threat. And he keeps telling Jerry what he wants to hear. But uh, I, I, I still think when, when Dallas plays with Tyron Smith available at left tackle, I think it's a good, good, good team very good team. Tyron Smith leaves, Bradley Chubb looks like Lawrence Taylor. Tyron Smith plays, Bradley Chubb would have been invisible. But Tyron Smith didn't play, and you don't run the ball. And it's a bunch of promises you've never kept, and you lost again. It's not the end of the season, but doesn't it feel like Groundhog Day? All these years, I still think Dallas has all these components but they're going to have to win on the road. And because they don't have a great run game, they're going to be very dependent on left tackle Tyron Smith being available. And I sat and watched that game and I said, you know, for 20 years I have rolled my eyes, uh, probably been a bit too cynical on the Cowboys, and I finally buy into this team that has multiple elements of a Super Bowl team. <sighs> and then they pulled a Dallas against the solid Miami team. Why did I ever bite? You know what? I'm like Jerry Jones. Mike McCarthy fooled me too. Jerry, the great salesman, doesn't have the radar and apparently doing this job for 30 years, either do I. Because I bought it. I bit. I was the fish. I grabbed the hook. Huh? And now I just get reeled in by Mike McCarthy and Dallas. Thanks, T. I actually saw that win for uh, Miami against the uh, Cowboys. Saw that on, I want to say it was Christmas Eve. So, you know, a couple of my friends who watch football as much as I do and they root for their teams. A lot of people were rooting for the for the Dolphins. Some people of mine, some, some of my friends did root for the Cowboys too because I do have quite a few friends who are Cowboys uh, fans. So... We'll see how the season continues on. The season's still here as we get ready for the next Super Bowl. So, very, very excited for that. Now, part of the podcast, I like to find juicy topics of conversation that me and Styles can have here on the podcast. And I get very, very excited for this one because this is a good question I say to a lot of us current gen, I guess. I mean, I don't know if you can classify me as Gen Z, maybe. I mean, I'm 27, so I don't know. what what. I don't really know what generation I classify it as, but I'm a little bit of the younger ones, but I have a little bit of a mix of the older generation. Now, the question does become, would you delete your social media for your relationship? And I'll answer this quickly because social media for me, I love it, right? It's part of our job, right? KLP Entertainment, we focus heavy on social media. That's how my brand, the brand works, right? So I have not deleted any of my social medias based on the relationship that I've been uh, in the past. 
you know, I was able to keep my social media. Um, I do say when I was seeing someone at one point, yes, I did delete Tinder, right? Yes, I used Tinder before. Um, I honestly don't think that, you know, online dating works for me specifically, but it may work for a lot of people. I know a lot of people who found their soulmates and their current partners and boyfriends and girlfriends over on social media, such as Tinder. So it does work for some people, but styles for me, it just, it never worked. Um, but no, I don't think I would ever delete my social media if I had a girlfriend, right? You know, I would still keep my Facebook. I would still keep my Instagram. I would still keep Twitter, even though it's called X and I barely use it nowadays. Uh, obviously, yes, I do keep LinkedIn. Yeah, y'all can follow me on LinkedIn, by the way. Uh, I do have a LinkedIn. That's, I mean, you can't use that for dating and, and social media. LinkedIn is used for you know, business, even though a lot of people and one of my friends had posted this on her LinkedIn page that LinkedIn is not for, for social dating. It's for business. So a lot of people tend to get LinkedIn confused. You cannot hook up with people on LinkedIn. I don't recommend people. If you have a LinkedIn, don't try to hook up with somebody via LinkedIn. That's unprofessional. That's not what that app is for. Um, but no, I don't think I would ever delete my social media if I'm in a relationship. I'm keeping all my social media because, I mean, I like social media. I'm one of those people that, you know, a lot of people hate social media. I love social media. I love the YouTube. I love Instagram. Y'all know I love Instagram. I post almost every day. I love Instagram, Snapchat. You know, I can't, I can live without social media, but I'm not going to delete it because I have somebody that I'm, that I'm seeing, right? Uh, would I be liking people's pictures no I just to me I think it depends on your relationship I think you can still be able to if you're in a relationship where your boyfriend and girlfriend in my opinion you should be able to still like people's photos if you really like what they've got going on I wouldn't like another girl's photo if it's scandalous but let's say if I have my girlfriend right and I liked another girl that is with another girl or another guy, right? They're out getting drinks and they're posting it on social media, which honestly you wouldn't, you shouldn't post if you're going out for drinks. You really shouldn't post that on social media. But let's just say if they're going out for dinner and they're posting just a selfie, right? And I liked it. I don't think my girlfriend should be jealous, right? Because I know who I come home at night. Right. And I'm just different, too. When I say come home at night, I'm coming home and at night and texting my, my boo thing. Honestly, with the boyfriend and girlfriends and they move in together, I don't think that's a good idea. That's just my opinion. Unless you're married. Right. And you, you're married and you're tied to not. Then that's a whole nother different scenario. But if you're just so if you're just dating somebody and as a casual date, right, you're seeing someone. It's a little bit a little bit eager to move in with each other. Right. So it's a little bit too soon, in my opinion. But. I don't think it's a bad idea to like another person's photo, right? If it's if it's not scandalous. Now, if somebody is in a swimsuit and they showing the whole ass on their post and you liking that, I can see why your your significant other might be a little jealous, right? I can see that that happening, right? Um, it's different. This we're in this weird weird world right now, to where people date and then. They break up and then they find somebody else and it's the instant endless cycle. And I see the stuff styles. I've seen it on Facebook too, where you know, a lot of people, not just for girlfriends, but also boyfriends, people are gold diggers. Right? They might see somebody, want to date somebody just because financially it's it's a financial state for them. Right? Or it's a benefit, friends with benefit kind of thing. And then they end up breaking up. Right? For me. When I get my relationship, I'm looking for that long-lasting relationship. That's just something that I look forward to. But honestly, yes, I don't think I would delete my my social medias if I'm in a relationship. I'm keeping my social media. I'm keeping my Instagram. I'm keeping uh, my my LinkedIn and my Snapchat and Twitter and, and Facebook. I'm keeping all of those because that is not only just part of my business and our business with radio and, and, and our, our entertainment label, but I like social media. Right. To me, social media, I'm able to 
live the lives of my friends that, you know, I may not see on a day-to-day basis, right? I have a lot of college friends, whether they're uh, college mates. I follow a lot of our college athletes on social media. I follow a lot of my, my, my alumni people from GGC. I don't follow anybody from work though. No, I don't from Georgia State. No, I don't follow anybody uh, because that's a huge mistake. That's my current occupation along with KOP Entertainment. So yes, I'm not going to follow my supervisor on Instagram. No, never, never, ever, ever. But when it comes to my own college and the college I graduated from, yes, I'm going to follow them, right? I love to see what GGC got going on. Um, so it's weird. It's a weird dynamic for, for a lot of people. I think in, we're just in this generation that, you know, people are very, very scared right now when it comes down to it. Yeah, Kennedy, I agree. I, I still, so everybody know, because I've talked about it on the first episode, me and Sierra. Uh, me and Sierra, we have this thing to where we're kind of open about social media, you know. Um, she has it to where she's able to see what I got going on in, in, in my life, right? Um, I don't have any plans to, you know, and Sierra, I love you, honey, if you're listening to the show, but, you know, I, I don't have any plans to, to mess up that relationship because Sierra has been my rock for the past two years, right? So I, I don't see it being a negative impact when it comes down to uh, having social media. Uh, in our relationship, yes, we have our, our Twitters, we have our Instagrams, we have Snapchat. Uh, we're more heavy on Snapchat than anything. We still keep up with all of ours because as you said Kennedy you know this is media is part of our business so we kind of have to in the marking field so I agree that we are yes it is true we are in this this strange strange thing to where people cannot trust their significant others when it comes down to having social media and if you have somebody that's constantly checking your phone to see if you're liking another girl's picture, for an example. This is vice versa to the boyfriend side of things, but I'm just using the girlfriend because I've experienced this in my previous relations way before Sierra, where I had a girl that didn't trust me at all. And this was when I was coming out, didn't know anything about podcasting. First, I, I started to film, and I'll tell you the story. It was my past, past relationship to where uh, yeah it wasn't my latest independent film but i've worked on projects way back in the day and i would work with another film crew filmmaker that's part of the film crew she was a female and you know we talked and you know she'll call when there's a when there's questions about a scene that we're working on you know and i pick up because i want to help my teammate and their past relationship she got extremely jealous she thought i was fucking the girl so is this one of those things that it just it does happen and that that girl obviously i'm no longer with her and i'm with sierra and you know we moved on but you know jealousy is something that is real and it's it's very i think jealousy and not trusting each other is heavy in this generation in my opinion it's so so heavy to where nowadays you see a lot of people not want to date you see a lot of people they just want to hit it and quit it you see a lot of days where nowadays people don't want to date people don't want to get married people don't want to have kids because you people are constantly looking over their shoulder like hey she she doesn't trust me anyway so i might as well be doing it right so it's a weird dynamic in the society and do i think it's going to get even worse when it comes to jealousy and not trusting your partner heck yeah it does because it's the younger generation and generations are getting younger and younger and younger and younger by than Bennett. Right, so it's, it's so weird in this dynamic. Um, but like I said, me is here, we still have our social media and it is to me is about trust. And like I mentioned just now, trust is something that is hard for this generation. Let's call a spade a spade to our fan base out there. Trust is very, very hard in our generation this, this time around to where a lot of people don't trust anybody. Right, so it's weird i hope it gets better but to answer that question no i haven't deleted my social media when i first dated sierra and i told sierra hey i trust you you trust me you can keep your social media because i were we're also to my last point we're also to the point where we're all adults too me and sierra we like to use our relationship as adults 
or adults. You're an adult. You're free to do whatever you feel. I'm an adult. I'm free to do whatever I feel. You know, me and Zero had the top like, hey, but we're not ready to get married right now. We got to work on ourselves first. And, you know, thankfully I found a partner that she agreed and yeah, we're not tying the knot anytime soon, but we're still in love. We're still in their relationship to where we trust each other. We're grown adults. We do what we need to do and we have our space. Yes, in our relationship to our fan base, y'all getting exclusive this morning, but yes, we have our space. We got to have our space. Um, because that honestly, that just, that just makes the, the relationship better when she comes over. We, she had our own designated bathroom. I have my own designated bathroom. Right, so it's, it's weird that people are like that. You know, back in the day, our parents shared bathroom. Shared bedroom, shared bathroom. And, you know, things happen and people move on. And, you know, that's the change. Um, so, honestly, to my word to our fan base out there, yeah, you shouldn't really delete your social media. If you like social media, you enjoy social media. Um, don't forget, no, just forget about what the old people say, because a lot of old folks don't like social media. I've seen it. Um, but... If you like social media and you're doing your thing and it works for you, keep it. There you have it, y'all. Rocco Styles. Giving us all the exclusives. <laughs> so comment below, guys, uh, in our forum. Would you delete your social media for your relationships? We want to hear from you guys as well. That's going to wrap it up here on our podcast, The KLP Aftermath. I hope that you guys enjoyed this morning's radio show. I do say... Uh, to a lot of people, please stay safe out there, especially this weekend being that it's New Year's Eve. If you have any plans coming out, if you're going out for New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, I just got to say, just be careful. Um, stay safe. Uh, stay indoors if you can, but stay safe if you're going out for New Year's Eve. Uh, we're going to be back here in the studio for more KLP Aftermath and KLP in the morning next week. Uh, we're still kind of on vacation. We just had to, we wanted to do a podcast this morning, but we're c- still t- taking the time off for holiday so i hope that everybody uh knows that and appreciate it but we'll be right back with more podcasting starting next week next year and next week is going to be next year styles this 2024 i cannot wait for that as well t is always a pleasure to have you a part of this podcast as well um yeah we look forward to it guys stay tuned next week we're going to be back here in the studio as i like to say on behalf of our cast and crew this has been the klp aftermath I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Rocco Styles is here, and we'll see you and hear you guys on the next podcast. Until then, stay safe, stay swanky, peace. Go! What's going on in Atlanta? Live from Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6 brings back the hottest hip hop radio show live from KLP Entertainment and KLP Studios. Go! It's KLP Aftermath. Morning with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas and Rocco Styles. You know what it is, put your hands up. Tune in now on any audio platform. Go.